Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to the show. Playoff races in the NFL. We got Cowboys game tonight, by the way. Cowboys, Seahawks, like, wow, that kind of jumped up on us a little bit. So that's going to be really fun. But Perloff is feeling very, very strong about one NFL playoff race. He's going against the grain. Against the grain. Okay, I'm going to give you a little bit of my thought process and how I came to this take. Okay. I was thinking about your pick for the Super Bowl. Dallas Cowboys versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Your reasoning was the Jaguars are going to have the number one seed, which gives you a huge advantage. If you look at the history, the one seed in either the conference gets a bye and often makes it deep in the playoffs. Great reasoning. And the Jags are in great position to get the number one seed. But I looked at my pick, which was the Eagles versus Steelers, and I said, oh, well, the Steelers are in bad shape. Then I looked at the standings, and then I looked at the future schedule, and I said, wait a second. My Steelers could easily get the number one seed as well. I think you are totally, you and everybody in America, discounting that. Right now, they are one one loss away from the number one seed. They're the five seed. But they have, by far, the easiest schedule of any playoff contender left. Look at the teams that they play coming up. They have the Cardinals in Pittsburgh this week, which they could lose. I'll admit that. Then they have Bailey Zappi and the Patriots coming next week. They're 7-4. and four. I'm penciling a 9-4, and four, Maggie. Now the real challenge begins. They go to Indy, who might have given up on the season at that point. I know they're in playoff contention now. That's not a hard game. And then the Bengals and Jake Browning, where's the loss? The last two games, Seahawks and Ravens. But they can make up a lot of ground on the teams that are ahead of them. The Dolphins and Ravens play each other. The Ravens go to San Francisco. The Chiefs have not looked like themselves. The Jaguars have no have no one on their schedule. That's a little bit of a problem. But the, the Steelers, of all the contenders, have the easiest schedule remaining by a long stretch, except for Jacksonville. They have an easy schedule, too. And I need Jacksonville to lose, too. Don't know where I'm getting those losses from. But the Steelers could easily climb up the standings, despite the fact that I will admit they are not a great team right now, not by any means. They could easily lose to the Cardinals this week. But it is setting up for them to make a run where they're 9-4, and 10-4. When you're 10-4, and four, Maggie, you're in the mix for the number one seed. I, I think we are sleeping on Pittsburgh's playoff seeding right now. Interesting. 
when I watch the Pittsburgh Steelers, I don't feel like I'm watching the number one seed in the I AFC. I don't disagree. <laughs> I do not disagree. Right. But does it matter? Uh, when I watch the Buffalo Bills, I think that's a really good team. And guess what? They're not even going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. Um, so could they get the number one seed? Well, I mean, you saw a definite difference in the offense. I know they only scored 16 points last week, but without Matt Canada there, they're definitely moving the ball down the field. Don't distract yourself with what you're actually seeing with the team. It means nothing. What do you have to do to beat Arizona and New England the next two weeks? Uh, very little. And then, <laughs> and are you, do you really trust the Colts, especially Jonathan Taylor hurt? Well, that would be the big thing, the thumb injury for Taylor. They could go into that week 18 matchup okay. against the Ravens with everything on the line. It's very possible the division comes down to that game. Okay. Can I also give you like a little, what's the like Occam's razor? Not Occam's razor. What's a, uh, the, the simplest, the simplest, simplest uh, solution is the most straightforward solution. Yeah. Can I just present the Kansas city chiefs getting the number one seed? So they're at green Bay yeah. and I know green Bay has been better, but L. L no, for the Chiefs? No, I'm uh, just <laughs> like, trying wait, to convince what? myself. This is uh, Mahomes' first time in Lambeau, so that's going to be pretty interesting. Um, but anyway, that's a winnable game. My Buffalo Bills, they get them at home. I mean, the Bills, this is this has not been a good season. Then they're at New England. Again, Bailey mm-hmm. Zappi, Molly Cunningham. I'll who give you that cares? one. The Raiders, who they just beat mm-hmm, and beat mm-hmm. handily. Cincinnati Bengals, that was supposed to be the marquee matchup, but no Joe Burrow, who cares? And then at the Chargers. Yeah, I don't know. I see a lot of W's here for the Chiefs as well. But if you eyeball, but let me ask you this: You eyeball the Chiefs this year. Do you see a dominant team right now? Their offense is the greatest show on turf compared to the Steelers. You realize? Yeah, I I understand that. But their offense is way down from last year by every metric. They are a completely different team. Yeah, but I also just watched them put together a pretty good second half against the Raiders. Against the Raiders. I know, but who They were down 14 nothing in that game. You don't think they can score on the Green Bay Packers? I, I think there's, there's two tricky games. I think the Bills is going to be a really tricky game for them because the Bills are going to be playing for everything. And they went into Philly and gave the Eagles all they could handle. Bills coming off a bye. I, I just worry eyeballing the Chiefs that they have not coalesced yet. Yeah, but if there's any team you're going to bet on in these last few games of the season... Wouldn't it be the Chiefs? Anyway, that's my take. That's what about your Jags? Against the grain. I can't believe you didn't go with your Jags, you by know, the way. It's funny. You mentioned that they have this really easy schedule, I guess, but they also have to play. So Cincinnati, then at Cleveland, so okay. But then Baltimore, you're at Tampa right. Bay. That but They might be at Kyle Trask at that point. Carolina's going to be easy. Then you're at Tennessee. Yeah, there's a lot of winnable So the uh, the... The Ravens Baltimore play the, Dol- the Dolphins are also in the mix. But I am hoping that the Ravens, Dolphins, and Jaguars knock each other out. That That's the chance here. Baltimore is – you eyeball all these teams. The funny thing, Baltimore is clearly the best team right now. But their schedule is insane. They have the hardest remaining strength schedule no, the, the entire – the Ravens are clearly the best team, not Baltimore. Right, Baltimore Ravens. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was <laughs> yeah, thinking yeah. about Cleveland. Yeah. Sorry, no, no, no. Baltimore's right, right. the best team. Yes. Baltimore is sorry, on, just had a stroke on the air. Look at their schedule. They had the Niners, the Jags, the Dolphins, and the Steelers, and the Chargers. So it's just a this really, this toll against the grain take is a function of schedule. Everything is laying out right there for the Steelers. They don't even have to play great football to get through this. Are we totally discounting the Browns? I yeah, am. I am. EJ, I think you still believe the Browns have a shot. Yeah, not only do I think the Browns have a shot to find a way to make the playoffs, I think now that Joe Flacco being inserted into the starting lineup, the Browns can win the AFC North. Oh, my gosh, EJ. Joe to, Flacco. To quote you, Joe you're Flacco. bugging. Look, look, think about it. We already talked about the Ravens' schedule being very difficult. Right. Really, I think to get to realistic chances of making 
the winning the division, you're talking about the Browns having to get to 11 wins. I think them sitting at seven, they have four wins on the schedule. You got the Rams this week. You got the Bears. You got the Texans. I mean, you got the Jets. And you got the Bengals left. The only tough games I see here are the Jaguars and the Texans. The Bears and Jets will not score any points against this Browns defense. It is probably the best defense in the NFL. Those are two wins easily in your pocket. Now you're saying, okay, can you beat a Rams team on the road, and can you beat the Bengals on the road in the last week of the season where most guys will be sitting and Jake Browning will probably still be playing? That gets you to 11 wins. With the Ravens' tough schedule, if they slip up here, the Browns are right in position to possibly win this division still. I think Joe Flacco gives them a much better chance than DTR and a much better chance than P.J. Walker. Yeah. So – I think look out for the Browns to find a way to somehow win this division. Do they win a game in the playoffs? No. I think they're going to lose to all these good teams. But their schedule is easy enough and their defense is good enough that just getting any kind of competency at the quarterback position will put them in a position to Wait. potentially win that division. Well, one thing, is Joe Flacco competent at the quarterback position right now? I mean, uh, no disrespect. No. And the last time we saw him was with the Jets. So you never know. Is it the team? Is it him? But, I mean, I watched him take a sack on, like, second and 23. And <laughs> it was like... I know he had that good game against the Browns last year, but I, I think Flacco's days I mean, are long I, behind. I mean, him. I've now seen basically what four quarterbacks play for this terrible Jets team. He was definitely the second best of that group. <laughs> I mean, you, and you could argue you maybe he was the best. It's Mike White, it's Zach Wilson, and it's Tim Boyle. And you forgot Chris Streveler. Oh, and Streveler had a game, and he didn't start. But yeah, so five. I've seen five guys, and I think if you looked at the Jets' offense and, and the most production they had. Probably was Flacco. So Mary Kay Cabot, who covers the Browns, did tweet yesterday that Miles Garrett actually likely does have structural damage in his left shoulder, but he's determined to keep playing. Does that influence your decision if he's not nearly 100%? No, I think that if he can get out there on the field and he feels like he can he can be effective, then I trust him with his body way more than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I was going to say, me... you realize you're making my point. On yeah, that. no, I, I trust him way more considering he's, you know, a t- 26-year-old, you know, freak athlete in the yeah. prime of his career. I think that if he can get out there, he's still going to be a problem. And to me, unlike a quarterback, him just being on the field presents a lot of problems for defense. They have to adjust for him just being on the field, and that could open up things for other people. So, no, I don't think that affects at all. I think that, that Brown defense is really good. They have great linebackers. They have really good corners. Like, they're good beyond uh, – beyond uh, Miles Garrett. And the reason why I bring up Rodgers is a callback from the first hour where our conversation was, is Aaron Rodgers being selfish or selfless for trying to come back from this Achilles so quickly? But again, we stay with the AFC North on this one. I think the Browns lose their next two games at the Rams and Jacksonville. Then they're seven and six. And yeah, maybe they go on a late run, but why do you think they're going to win at Houston? That seems like a really hard to. I don't know if they're going to win at the Rams. The yeah, Rams I mean, just won. I was actually surprised. It is only a three-and-a-half-point spread, but that does feel like a tall task, because especially we don't really know for sure. It's Flacco. But this this Browns team has been very resilient on the road. They beat the Ravens on the road. They beat uh, With Deshaun playing a really good right, second they half. Beat the, they beat the Colts on the road, and the Colts have now seen have been a pretty good home team. I mean, they've had some really solid wins mm-hmm. on the road. They've been a little bit kind of surprising and unpredictable. Like one game, yeah. Deshaun gets basically concussed in the first quarter. One game, he has this miraculous second half. Like the Browns, this team is really resilient. They were, I mean, yeah, they lost Nick Chubb and they lost their quarterback. But I, I mean, they just got handled by a Denver team that I don't think is very good. I think a lot of that was the shell shock of first week without Deshaun. You're playing with DTR, who's clearly a rookie, clearly in over his head. I think that he has talent. I think that maybe down the road he could be someone who could be a player. He's just not a player right now. Show, can we do a show bet? Who ends up with a better record, Steelers or Browns? I'll do that. 
Oh, okay, so speaking of show bets, I like it. Now we got to put some stakes on it. Yeah. We'll figure out what that is. Speaking of show bets, so tomorrow we need to pay off the Bills Eagles show bet. Oh, yeah. Now, this was a show bet that has been shrouded and clouded in controversy from the moment that it was made, which is, I believe, when the Eagles played the Bills, so my favorite team against Perlow's favorite team, that we were using the spread. Because that's how we've always done things. Whenever we bet anything, it's always with the spread. And the Bills lost by three. The Eagles were favored by three. So it's a push. So I thought none of us are going to have to do the dress-up thing and root for each other's teams. Meanwhile, I get called a fraud. Every name in the book. Our boss has to come in here, and he's so mad that I'm trying to wiggle out of this bet that he says, not only do I have to dress up, now Perloff still has to dress up even though he won the bet, and now EJ has to dress up just by virtue of being here and not holding me accountable for trying to sneak out of the bet. The executive producer of the show is responsible for everything that happens on the show, and EJ definitely has to dress up. Meanwhile, Bilotti gets spared because he saved me from cursing on the air twice. So this is like not all evenly applied, but... Bottom line is we all are dressing up. The three of us are dressing up tomorrow. Now, I hit a snag. You've given me your Eagle stuff. Zach Gelb was nice enough to give EJ some Patriot stuff. Yep. And I have to give you my Bill stuff. So I have to mental note, wash that stuff tonight. But I couldn't find the face paint, guys. I looked yesterday. I went to a big box chain store that rhymes with Schmall Schmart. And they have no, like, Halloween stuff left. So they've got no face paint. So where am I going to find this? <laughs> Why did I just say Walmart? I don't know. I don't give them free publicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, I spent 85 bucks on other stuff at Walmart yeah. yesterday, but I did not buy the face paint. Yeah, that's I mean, how it goes, by the way. I, I, I don't think Walmart needs your free publicity. <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't need me to prop them up. It's funny. You know, you, you've been dreading putting green face paint, all of a sudden you can't find the green face paint. It sounds like more weak behavior okay. in this bad Maggie. Well, another thing, a little company you may have heard of called Schmamishman, they can't get the face paint <laughs> delivered in time because all the Black Friday deals that are going on, you can't, it's not a prime, uh, like, commodity. What? So I can't get, yeah. I couldn't get the face paint overnighted. Another company that does <laughs> exactly. not, not really need your free boost. All right, sorry, It took Amazon. me way too long to realize what you were even saying. Schmamishman, I was like, what is that? <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, you could have at least left the second Z. So here's the question. I think this is a new poll question. What is weaker by Maggie, trying to get the points in the original bet or pretending that she can't find the Guys, face paint? I'm not pretending. I cannot find it. It's, oh, it's yeah, de- sure. It's going to be December 1st tomorrow. There's no Halloween makeup around. Okay, I brought in Eagles gear for her to wear. You brought in Patriots gear. What has Maggie done to help pay off this bet? Okay. Nothing. I've got I don't see Zubaz. any Zubat. Where are the Zubats? Well, I got to wash it because I was actually wearing it the other day when they lost to the Eagles. So I've got to wash it. I'm sorry. It's been a couple days. I'm not going to give you well, dirty I Zubats. I didn't know they were loser pants. You wore it during the Eagles <laughs> game. Now I think they're cursed. They're Bills <laughs> pants. Of course they're loser pants. How did you guys not even take that layup? I'll give it to you. I can't find it. I'm going to try today. Meanwhile, why am I the only one looking for it? Well, probably because I lost the bet. I'm yeah. trying. I mean, I'm give trying. us something. It's I'm bad trying. enough me and Perloff got to even be involved in this. I don't mind wearing Bill's gear, by the way. They're a cute little lovable AFC loser. I, this is going to be awesome. It's just w- funny that you have to wear my stuff because my the pants are big. I ordered like a size large because yeah. I wanted them kind of All Zubaz are big. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I've never seen tight Zubaz. My shirt's like a medium. Well... I have to wear your shirt? Yeah, well, I'm bringing I you in my it. stuff. I'm not bringing you Andy's stuff, my husband. 
Why not? Because I think that's part of the bet is you had to wear my Bills gear. That makes it funnier. I thought the whole thing was to dress up as a passionate Bills fan. Yeah, and I'll bring you my stuff. But uh, no passionate Bills fan. Bills fans, and I've seen a lot of them in the parking lot, they do not wear tight clothes. Well, get ready. Mag's like, this one does. <laughs> uh, I could cut it off to be a crop top between now and tomorrow. I mean, Like Ezekiel Elliott? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to do it tomorrow. We're going to pay off the bet. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. If you want to watch us, I'll find the face, but I got to find it. Even though I have a lot of things to do today, but I will put them all aside to get this stuff. If I can find it, it's hard. It, what if I can't find the face paint? Do you just want regular paint? You mean like kind you put on a wall? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> can't no, be I do not want Benjamin that. Benjamin Moore? It would be high as a kite by the second segment. <laughs> what about like, I don't know, like what about something acrylic? You mean like a watercolor? <laughs> Oh, I'm not talking about like oil paints, like Bob like, Ross. We're I'm talking like about Monet. A- <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about. Something acrylic. Well, what's the what's my backup plan if I can't find the face paint? What? Like my kids' paint. Uh, well, I there's Finger face paint, paint out there in this world. Somebody will mail us face paint. We can find face paint maybe. by tomorrow. Well, can't maybe be, this can't be that hard. Party it? City should have it. Party City should. Thank you, Ryan, for that contribution. Um, yeah, what's, I think we should make Ryan dress up, too. <laughs> Ryan, are you I don't even know if you're here tomorrow. I'll be here tomorrow. Who are you, you're a fan of a New I'm York a Jets team. Fan. <sighs> Another one. Another one? You're sitting Shout next out to DJ Khaled. You're sitting, you're sitting next to EJ, and you're sitting in front of Pete. You're surrounded. That is true. Oh, Pete's still here. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pete's here. All right, so tomorrow it's happening. Are we also eating food from each other's teams. Oh, I like where your head's at. I don't really feel like putting down a cheesesteak tomorrow. No, nah, I don't yeah. really feel like eating yeah, wings. I eat New, New England chant, clam chowder. Oh. These are all not morning breakfast. By the way, it's, it's like this was an Eagles-Bills game, and now yeah. somehow the Patriots are involved <laughs> in this, and, and I have to I have to suffer through this. Can you I still imagine can't eating clam that. chowder at 7 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, it wouldn't. I wouldn't be oh. here by 8. <laughs> I'd be living in the bathroom, and you, and you have to uh, cheer for Bailey Zappi on Sunday too. What? No, that's that's not happening. That, 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 if, there's, if there's any line as an EP of the show, I'm, I'm not I'm not stepping across. Oh, now you're actually. invoking. Well, it. the irony is EJ gets the worst of this because he actually has to cheer for a team that is a rival. You don't mind the Eagles that much. I right. do mind you now. But and I don't mind the Bills. Like there's no natural rivalry. We play once every four years, so. EJ, you yeah, really, why can't I get like the Rams or why can't I yeah, get? Yeah, yeah someone, I know. Someone... That's the brilliant part about this. I love a bet where somebody takes takes a stray there. That's awesome. <laughs> well, flame spike. 855-212-4CBS. So we are going to look ridiculous tomorrow. So if you want to dress up, it's going to be like opposite day or something, like Freaky Friday. We're going to all switch our fan affiliations. Do I get, what do they wear on their heads? Don't Isn't there some big, big buffalo head? That's yeah, meanwhile, fan? you're supposed to have been wearing a buffalo head for a while now. Oh, you owe I know. Nick in Texas a Buffalo. I head. know. I think I'm gonna do that for National Title Weekend. I'm supposed to dress up as a Buffalo Bees. What was the bet I lost? I took Nebraska over Colorado. Mm-hmm. How did Nebraska it feels lose like that two game? Years ago. How did Nebraska lose that game? <laughs> How did Nebraska lose that game? They've been asking that for the last twenty years. <laughs> yeah, I know. Then they actually went on to win some games this year. I know. Are they bowl eligible? No, I no, think they, they lost are. anyway. Matt Rule seems to get a lot of press for some guy who's not winning at all, but. Yeah, I have to also wear a collar. There's a lot of bets that are out there. We have, a, and most of them have to do with you. Well, what else do uh, the one that I do not like, and I think that I want to retract, is that the if Michigan does not win a college football playoff game, somebody has to wear a singlet. Yeah, that's me and EJ versus you. Yeah, I'm really nervous about Michigan in that two three game. 
great. <laughs> and great as you should be. Yeah, this is what I tried to tell you. <laughs> well, what is it going to be? Who, who's it going to be? Great question. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think they can get smoked by a lot of these teams. Michigan? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, but I think Oregon could smoke them. I'm I, a little worried about Oregon. Yeah, I think Washington could smoke them. That I don't think. Mm. Um, those would be the two teams I'd be worried about if I was you. I think they could be. I think they could be Texas. I think thing? they could be Texas, and then Florida State somehow increases in the standings. I if think they could you're just probably good with them. Somehow get Florida State up to number three and have Florida State, Michigan. Then you guys are wearing singlets. Then I'd be very worried. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. All right, so got a lot on the burner here, uh, multiple burners. But the bottom line is, we want to hear from you. Two things. Number one is Aaron Rodgers being selfish or selfless for rushing this Achilles is rehab back to get on the field yesterday, which he did. Number two, who's going to win the AFC North? Perloff says the Pittsburgh Steelers and get the number one seed. EJ says it's going to be the Cleveland Browns. I would take the Ravens on this one, but this is not my battle. Also, tomorrow you can watch us, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. We'll be paying off our Eagles Bills show bet tomorrow with gusto. So make sure to tune in. 855-2124-CB. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, don't move. More Maggie and Perloff straight ahead. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Stayed up late last night reading every mock draft slash NFL draft prospect rating. And guess who's at number one on all of them? Caleb Almost Williams. all of them. Actually, Drake Bay is going in some of them. But the strong Vegas favorite to be number one overall is Caleb Williams, yeah. USC quarterback. Then Caleb Williams comes out and says, you know what? It's a quote-unquote game-time decision whether he'll declare for the 2024 draft. Maggie, do you buy that Caleb Williams has not decided yet whether he's going to the NFL? No. and uh, This is not about Caleb Williams. This is about all the guys who do this. I don't. Uh, this song and dance is like the most annoying one to me in sports. I can't remember a song and dance like this, though. Where Trevor Lawrence, nobody, Trevor Lawrence wasn't song and dancing. They all this. say the same thing, and I get why they do it. They don't want to distract. Game time decision? Well, they don't want to distract from what the team, like if the team's playing in a bowl game or something, they don't want to make it about them. It's always, hey, let's await to a later date, and then two days after the bowl game, they're going to declare for the draft. No, no, it's no. It's all that, the same stuff. That is not this. This is saying, 
I'm going to hold leverage over the team that's going to try to draft me a number one. This is this has nothing to do with protecting USC. Their season, I know they may play a bowl game, but I don't think he cares about that. I don't think he's supporting his teammates. I think he's sending a message to the Chicago Bears and other teams saying, "Hey, if you draft me, you better have your ducks in a row." Oh, I don't. I don't see it that way. I, so here's why the way I see it. I think that Caleb Williams, who already is getting some backlash in some corners for. You know, is he a team guy? His sort of demeanor, the crying after the loss, like into his mother's arms. I think all that's kind of weak sauce that he'd be getting criticized for it. But he is getting that, right? Right. So for him to declare for the draft before USC's season is technically over, I think invites more criticism from people who are just looking to pile on to say, look, this guy's already got a foot out the door. Well, he doesn't have to declare, but he can just say, you know what, we'll get to that in a later date. Like most players, I don't think most players say it's a game time decision. Well, I don't even know what that means. What's the game time? He said he's going to wait till January 15th and then decide, you know, maybe I'll come back to USC for another year. He is definitely floating that out there for a reason. Oh, I think it's an empty threat. I know that it's we've seen empty, it with but Eli I think he, Manning, but I, he's pulling an Eli Manning. Listen, if he can actually pull off an Eli Manning in this day and age without the cover of having Archie Manning and Peyton Manning already, mm. like famous figures who had great reputations and all of that stuff where it's like, oh, Eli's fine. I don't think in this day and age you can pull an Eli Manning or John Elway or what Jim Kelly did or any of that stuff. First of all, there's not another league to yeah. go to, but the XFL, but... I don't think that I don't think guys do that now. I think that's what I we disagree on this. I think he is sending a message to the NFL, not his teammates, because this season is beyond loss for USC. It has been disappointing. I mean, what are the Bears going to do? Like, say the yeah. Bears have the number one pick because of you know, Carolina. Because of Carolina, what's he going to say to them? Hey, guys, you better what hire the coach I, mean, I want, hire the GM I want. If he's smart, he'll say, "Don't draft me," because that is a death place for quarterbacks. I mean, what's the last Bears good quarterback? No, it's not. Never. But, but so you either got to go full throttle. You say to the Bears, don't draft me. They're going to say, watch us. I, I think they'd call his bluff on this. Yeah, I mean, this happened with Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence had to come out and say, I'm fine with going to Jacksonville. Because people were worried. Oh, I was worried that he might not want to go to the Jets, for but, sure. But, but the funny thing is, geographically, he's from right near Jacksonville, where Caleb Williams... I think is even different than Trevor Lawrence. He's always been very intentional about his future in the NFL. He's thought a lot about it since he was in high school. Okay, so his dad is one of those dads. So I think he's very intentional. I want to go to a spot where I can thrive. Okay, so here's the question, though. Like, Eli Manning didn't want to go to the San Diego Chargers at the time. Yeah. And specifically, they wanted to go to the Giants, right? If I remember that story correctly, and Bogus, you might be, you know, remember that. You're a big Giants fan. It wasn't like, I just don't want to go to San Diego and I'll go anywhere else. Where else is, where's Caleb trying to get himself to? The Washington Commanders, his hometown team? I'm not sure. I mean, they're I mean, all up in the air. I think who's going to be the coach? He probably end up, will end up in Chicago, but I think that he's probably really nervous about Chicago because th- that team and that front office has not really been able to build an offense. I think he's going to want to have say over the coach. I think he's going to want a lot of power here. But I'm just saying like that. Okay, that's maybe negotiable, but if he didn't want to go to the Bears, where's the other good good place here? Here's the top 10 in the draft if okay. the season ended today. It'd be Chicago by way of Carolina. Arizona looks like they're sticking with Kyler. New England. No. Chicago again. Washington Commanders. New York Giants. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jets. Chargers. Tennessee. Yeah. Now I'm Las Vegas. Now I'm beyond the top I think 10. a lot. Actually, a lot of those are good. I think any quarterback would want to go play in the warm weather of Tampa Bay. I think the Giants is interesting because of the marketing. I, I think there are a lot better options than the Bears. But it also might be the coach, too. We were going to talk about transfer portal rumors. I, I was reading up all night on transfer portal. Yeah. Everyone thinks Lincoln Riley is gone, gone. 
that the, that he's done with to USC the to the NFL. That is the he just presum- got to USC. That's the presumption <laughs> out there that maybe he's going to bring Lincoln Riley with him, which is I'm just saying there's a lot of options here. I I just can't see him saying game time decision to protect the feelings of his teammates. Feels like that's just way too strong. Usually guys thing. usually guys just put it out there, oh, that's for a future date. I've I've heard a lot of quarterbacks. Yes. I mean Spencer Rattler declared yesterday. He's not you know, he's not mincing words here. <laughs> just, and if Spencer Rattler could come back to college and transfer somewhere else, I'm sure he would. But I think he's used <laughs> up all of his grad transfer. No, he actually and, has one more year. He? he had to say I'm not coming back yeah. yesterday. Yeah, oh. Everybody has one more year. Cam Rising is in year nine at Utah. <laughs> he's 40. There is nobody. Yeah, Spencer Rattler's 23. That's right. He declared yesterday yeah. because it, was, it wouldn't have been a story if he was a yeah. senior. He could have played one more year. I think, yeah. He said, I'm good. Well, I think because probably South Carolina's getting in the portal for someone else, right? Yeah. No, no, I think he's ready to go. He's 23, so he's got to at least give it a try at some point. <laughs> well, I don't know what that means anymore. <laughs> Michael Pettix is like 25, is isn't it, he? Miami has like a 26-year-old tight end going for year nine of LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, That was not a lie, by the way. All that, what I just said was true. Yeah. Yeah, Cam, was, Cam McCormick. Was, wait, who was the kicker from Colorado State? Wasn't he? He had a family. He's like yeah. a yeah. father of two. Yes. Yeah, it was that kid. We had a kid who was uh, about to work in Wall Street, and then he went back to Clemson. Yeah, that somehow, kicker. Somehow he was able to get back his eligibility. Yeah. Like, who knows what these rules yeah. are anymore. Remember, he came back just because they wanted him yeah. for short kicks, and then he missed the kick. Yeah. yeah. I did a college basketball game years and years ago with a guy who had gone into the Army and came back and had never gone to college, and he was like 31 in a college basketball game. <laughs> he played for Fordham? No, he played for George Mason against Fordham. Yeah, he's like a full beard. He was an adult. He was a he was a full on man playing in a college like, basketball game. It was like a guy. And, he was a, and he was from the army, so he was tough on top of being yeah. old. Yeah. But it's funny, it's like it looks like a guy who lost his way, like was looking for a pickup rec game and found <laughs> like, his oh, way yeah. to Rose Hall Gym. Yeah. I'll be honest, Rose I think Hall, that, Rose Hill. Rose Hill. Sorry. Like, to me, that's okay. worse than like some of these stories we have where like the nineteen or twenty year old is playing high school basketball. I think the 30-year-old playing college basketball, excuse me, high school, but yeah, the 30-year-old playing high school, college basketball is way worse than when we have a 20-year-old, 21-year-old that's somehow still playing high school sports. Like, but that, that guy gets old, arrested. Grown, yeah, that guy usually gets that, caught. That's, <laughs> that's grown. I know it's fraud, but that's, you got grown man strength. Like, playing against... People like are nineteen. EJ, no one's going to disagree with you on this take. It's bad to pretend you're seventeen <laughs> years old when you're twenty. No, but, but like, no, but my thing is that we're allowing very old players to play college sports and right. in high school. Even if you're just a couple years older, we of course it is fraud and it's bad. Oh, I yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we're, like we think this is totally normal that Miami has a twenty six year old tight end. Like, I, I don't think that's normal at all. No. Uh. Let's uh, quickly hit the phones, and we're going to do the headlines. Michael is in Nevada, uh, Nevada. Pardon me. Want to weigh in on the Rogers? Is he being selfish or selfless by rushing his rehab and coming back? Good morning, Michael. Hi, Maggie and McLovin. Michael, um, how you doing? I'm just. I just moved like a few miles from Vegas to Henderson, so I'm just. You can still anyway. say Vegas. Yeah, but Henderson's cool. That's where the Raiders are. Nice. Their, um, you guys haven't seen their um, complex is amazing. It's like so gorgeous. We've heard good they have things. An indoor outdoor facility. Meanwhile, big game in Vegas on Friday night. Pac-12 championship yeah, game no, at Allegiant. I go. I'm trying to go. I'm a huge Oregon Duck fan. There you go. Like big time. What do you think about Rogers? Selfish or selfless, Michael? So, I don't. I just want to say, I hope he, you know. When Jordan played it for the Wizards, I mean, it was just, we knew he wasn't going to win the championship, but just to see him 
hit those 12 footers, you know, they just hit the back of the rim and went down. I mean, I just want to see Rogers throw it around a little bit. And, you know, I just want to see the guy play again. Yeah. I don't need to, I don't need to know if they're going to make the playoffs or not. It's like an appreciation, like Michael. And thank you for the phone call and hope things are working out in Henderson. You know, it's like an appreciation for a guy who's on limited time, and we're not going to see him much in the future. Maybe that's it. Uh, yeah, but we want to see him next year. We want to see him make one more real run at an MVP in the Super Bowl. And this seems, to me, it definitely doesn't help do that. It risks doing that for next year. Andrew Bogus has headlines. Good morning. Good morning again. Uh, you guys mentioned this top of the hour. It's Thursday already, which means there's an NFL game tonight, the Cowboys and Seahawks. Seattle hasn't scored a touchdown in seven quarters, only has three of them in the last four games but Geno Smith has confidence. We still got those same players and same coaches. And so uh, I, I trust in our process. I believe in the players around me. I believe in the coaches. I believe in myself. And so for us, again, it just gets back, get back to doing what we do, which is playing good football, playing sound football. But they probably won't have running back Kenneth Walker again tonight. Still has an oblique injury. He did not face the Niners a week ago. In non-Aaron Rodgers QB news, only Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham took reps at QB during the media portion of Patriots practice yesterday. Bill Belichick, again, not publicly naming his starting QB. And I can't wait for someone to write a book about this. The like, whole thing. Did we get a Mac Jones memoir after this and figure out what the hell's actually going on? I'm sorry. Back to you. Uh, if you need a college quarterback, I hope you have Pete's training budget. Uh, I'm guessing <laughs> that Nebraska head coach Matt Rule does not. Make no mistake that a, a good quarterback in the portal costs you know a million to million five to two million dollars right now. So just 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 on the same page, right? So um, <laughs> let's make sure we all understand what's happening. So. Um, um, you know, there's some teams that have six six or seven million dollar players playing for him. So that's him saying he doesn't have the money for yeah, a good well, quarterback? Yeah, I was going to say. They're paying Scott Frost 15 mil to not be yeah. coached. Not that. There's money in Lincoln. He's trying to get a quarterback for a million dollars. Like, even I know that is not going to get you a quarterback this day. Also, do you realize how quickly that escalated? He's like a million, million five, two six. million, two million. He's like, <laughs> Some guys are making seven. Yeah, it's, it's like, like an auctioneer. Yeah, Jimbo yeah. Fisher just had a $75 million buyout. Oh, God forbid the starting quarterback gets six million dollars right. god i hate college sports and that's why <laughs> i would jim harbaugh play pay these players share the revenue this is all insanity i really do think especially like indiana and you know nebraska place like that if you really are going to say we don't have a lot of money then keep the coach around and make him keep coaching and use that money towards better players right like reallocate your resources but you, i mean you, you need the boosters to give the money though you can't use the public funds no, for I the get players that. so it's a little tricky it's a little different it's different type of money i get it's different co- coming from a different place but like let's think about things here and let's be real i mean the money even for these coaches is also coming from these boosters i mean texas a&m was able to give jimbo fisher yeah, the money because right the boosters said here's a lot of money and they're able to still pay him off because the boosters said here's a lot of money like a lot of these places they're getting a lot of this money from these boosters anyway so it's it's ridiculous that you're like oh well the boosters can help us with the coaching the players one million dollars too much for us it's too rich it's, no 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 but a&m will pay the players this is weak yeah. nebraska sauce oh, right yeah, there well, i don't know what yeah. maverick was talking about and who was the, there was a coach the other day that said you know everybody a thousand people give 500 bucks and what, like he was asking for a donation like one paycheck for like it's, it's they're out of control there's so much money they pay six figures to teams to come and get beat up by them yeah right? and now they're you know nebraska pays six figures 600 bucks 600k 
for somebody to go there and get throttled, but yep. he's here out here begging for money for a quarterback. Watch one of these conference title games. It's nothing but Microsoft, Apple, Dr. Pepper ads. Like, yeah. where is that money going? I'm, don't get me started. And there's so many commercials in college football. The games take five hours. Where is that money going to some administrator somewhere? It's so unfair. Uh, speaking of which, we will be doing a Maggie and Perloff watch-along party virtually this weekend. Ooh. SEC championship game. The Dr. Pepper thing made me think about it. Yeah, no, I was just thinking about we're going to have to. It's a college football game. We're going to have to kill a lot of time on the watch party for <laughs> commercials. Because there are so many commercials. I know. We're going to need to run down. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's going to start 4 o'clock Eastern time is when the game starts. So same place you watch the show now. Uh YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Perloff will be slightly less cynical. I think while we're watching the game, we'll get Oh, it. no, no, no. I will be, I'll be all over it. Although I do like the Heisman House commercials where <laughs> yes, Eddie George fun. tries to open the Wolverine. That's great. What are you guys using to actually be on camera for this? I'm going to get up the nose iPhone yeah. Zoom footage. It's going to look like it when you're looking into a hotel, oh. uh, people. All right. It's going to be gonna anything be... like that Maggie Hotel in yeah. Buffalo, Bingamton. That's going to be a little <laughs> concerning. Yeah. Yeah. Maggie, camera. Are, are you going to use a ring light and look nice? <laughs> no. I'm going to actually go to that hotel just to do this. Will you be on your treadmill or the nursery again? Which <laughs> what's, the, what's the background setting? Where should I be? I don't know. I wait. What do we do with our families? I've actually wondered. I'm, this is I'm a banishing party. mine. From our house. I mean, I'm I'm going into the back room, which is an office slash podcast mm-hmm. studio. So I, they will be sequestered. Though I'm gonna try to make Lita make an appearance. My dog Lita, named after yeah. the great wrestler Lita. Clearly, I really want to her to make an appearance. I don't know if she'll be willing, but it's going. I'm gonna try to make it happen. Well, I'll tell you one thing. My 13-year-old and 11-year-old are way more interesting than me, so I think I should bring them on camera. Honestly, I think we should have your daughters come in and do, like, either some kind of... TikTok dance? Well, that, or I was going to say, like, some kind of top five list for us about Mm -hmm. what's cool right now, or maybe a little Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey breakdown, something. You you have a kid who's obsessed with my tortoise. Yeah, I do. So I'll bring the tortoise out when... uh, Yeah, (laughs) this is going to be a family affair. The game is five hours. We're going to have to come up with some things here, guys. Well, you and I will be TikTok dancing by the end. <laughs> yeah. We can. I, I can do a whole tortoise segment. My daughter desperately wants one, so you okay. can either tell can us to Pearl get off. one or not at all. We actually don't really even want you here for the watch party. <laughs> no, I've, I've also I've felt that. <laughs> totally, it's not been mentioned to me once. I'm totally cool. joking, dude. Of course. <laughs> no. I'm out. You're... No, please come to the. <laughs> don't make us beg. In five get, hours, please. Can you come in every hour and do headlines? <laughs> By the way, let me look at the. Uh, are you calling any games this weekend? Uh, I have a I have a game on Sunday, but Saturday oh. afternoon is my son's tenth birthday party, so I can do a live check in from the sports place that we're going to be playing. Oh, yeah. I was going to say you're either doing batting cages or trampoline place. Yep, pizza, <laughs> cupcakes, and hopefully nobody breaks a bone playing there, flag football. There definitely will be someone vomiting, unfortunately. Yeah, pizza oh, and football. Yes. That's in, at that age, no doubt. Ugh. That's hopefully that's all it is. Is a little puke. That's true. No bleeding. Nobody getting. Somebody broke an arm at a party recently. We don't need any of that. Oh man. No I, I remember the the sitting around at a birthday party. You've never heard more awkward dad sports talk in your life than uh, you, when you go to those birthday parties. Do you also know that pulling up to a kid's birthday party in the suburbs, everyone's got the same car? <laughs> oh, really? party line, oh, yes. Everyone's got the same car. It might be like a different maker model and someone's driving a Mercedes. Right, same idea. Someone's driving a Honda. SUV. It's all the same SUV and they're all lined up and because everyone generally has the same license plate, all like the same state, it's like, what, we're sheeple. Yeah, I lived, and when I lived in Lehigh Valley, you know, we, there was like kind of a 
big field slash playground slash soccer field uh, that's near where where we live. So there was always these, you know, gatherings <laughs> where people would go out for a run or I go off for a run or whatever. And I go in and what you see is essentially just clones of the same yes. cars, the same birthday balloons. Yep. It was like the same thing over and over and over again throughout your morning or afternoon. And it's 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 same wild. pizza, same yep. cupcakes. Yep. It's all the same. And yet we do it. Yeah, you d- definitely have to check in from the 10-year-old birthday yeah. party, yeah. Bogus. That'd <laughs> be hysterical. <laughs> what time are you guys starting? Four? Four. Four, SEC title game. I think we're over before then, but maybe... So you can get a full post-game recap. My kid can give you the whole rundown of the games they played and who won well, and who was MVP. The other thing with the kids' birthday parties, you better not go one second over your allotted time or it is your ass. <laughs> like, yeah. We got another birthday party. I mean, we got Caleb, your birthday party's over. Billy... In. It's like a factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bowling alleys are the most aggressive. <laughs> they will just shut down your your, right. yes. your your little lane. Like you know, you you'll see bars coming over the screen. Bars it's like on the Suge Knight dude, taking <laughs> vanilla ice and putting them over the railing. Like I mean, you, they will threaten your life. It's a unique power because you can't just close the basketball court, but you can turn literally turn off the alley. Yes. Right. Right, uh, and it's crazy because like, the power down, like, yeah. dish, 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 and the one right next out. to you is like fully operational. <laughs> it looks totally fine. Meanwhile, yours again, there's like it's you know, it's like Alcatraz now. It's one minute past six p.m. <laughs> D block. I can't get end. over Suge Knight. <laughs> it's such a perfect analogy for anything <laughs> extreme behavior. Uh, we gotta go. We leave you no time for these headlines. It What's wrong matter. with us? Okay. Nobody cares about Kevin Durant. No, not right now. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Lot more to do. We get you the latest on Colorado Deion Sanders next. Welcome back, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Morning show here on CBS Sports Radio. Take a quick detour from sports for a moment because Andrew Bogish works on our show. He's got his kid's 10-year-old birthday party yep. this weekend. And we were talking about kids' birthday parties in general and how if you are having it at like a sports complex, a play place, a bowling alley, whatever, you go one second over your allotted time and they will charge you. They will harass you. Basically, they will shut the whole facility down. They'll pull a fire alarm, anything. Sean in Oregon claims that he has a way to get away with extra time at a birthday party. Good morning, Sean. Hey, good morning, you guys. I'm not telling you about an extra way to get away with extra time. I'm saying be polite and clean up before your allotted time. If they say to be out by 9 o'clock, start cleaning up about 8, 8.30. You don't stay at the bar till they turn the lights on and call last call, do you? Mm, no, used to. Say, what year? Well, I mean, that's just a childish stuff. And you're an adult. You're supposed to set an example for the kids. So set an example for the kids and clean up before it's time to go. And then so maybe they don't do that when they get adults and go to the bar. Wait, but hold on. Sean, whether you clean up or not, they're so strict with the time. You're getting thrown out of there either way. Oh, for sure. Oh, oh. So don't wait till the very end. <laughs> oh, okay. You're just saying, yeah, but see. No, the- I think you should maximize your time of fun and let them do the cleaning then in that yeah, case, Yeah, what are you Sean? paying for? Oh, I mean, I understand that. I mean, I'm cleaning up. You know, I, I do the cleanup. I help a friend. My friend has a business, does these events. Yeah. And I help security and I help do the cleanup and all that. People don't mind doing that. But some people are just a little extreme. Some mm-hmm. people actually make a mess. Oh, uh, well, you, know you don't mean? want to make a mess, like, for the sake of it, you know, and just try to rub it in. But I'm with Perloff. I think you start... Uh, cleaning up your party a half an hour before it's over, you're sending the message to people it's time to go when it might not be time to go, right? So I don't want to do that. Exactly. Thank you, Sean. Go Ducks, you guys. It's a big weekend. Yeah, good luck. I know. How you feeling, dude? 
I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty confident. I think we should have had this game last time. I think a good college team gets better and better every week, and that's what this team's doing. Good teams do that. Meanwhile, Without on the other side, injuries. yes. I mean, some teams you get injuries, things happen. But in any other team, a team gets better every year, every every week. Sean, thank you, and enjoy the game tomorrow night. Yeah. You know, is there a thought, and I've seen this now a couple places, that maybe Michael Penix is not exactly 100%. I mean, his numbers have been steadily dipping, and mm. do we think that perhaps he's playing with an injury? Is that line up to 10 points, I think? Yeah, I haven't heard anybody pick Washington in this game. Well, Penix, obviously, the reason he's at Washington now, not in the NFL, is because he's got well, at least one arthritic knee. He's got major knee problems. So I assume that's it. But there's just also this sense of luck. You know, they've had... They, I think you hear this a lot of the NFL, all the metrics people say, they've had good luck. Good right. luck runs out. The so how many bounces are going to go? Yeah. yeah, how many... Oregon missed a field goal? That's not going to happen again. If you play out the odds... But it almost makes me think that Washington has a chance because I have not heard a single expert pick the pick uh, Washington to win this game. Well, I do think a lot of people agree with Sean. It's like Oregon probably yeah. should have won that game the first time around. Definitely. And you always talk about how tough it is to beat the same team twice in a season, but also like yeah, that that's Oregon's going to be so motivated and has been motivated by that loss. And you can see because they are just whomping on people. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. But then again, they haven't played a lot of They haven't played exactly. It's hard to tell with the, the way college football schedules are. Obviously, the formula is simple for Washington. Just Penix drops back, throws it 40 yards in the air to Roma Dunze, and you got to triple team that dude or he's going to kill you. And they have another receiver. So, I, I, I'm excited for this game. I hope, I hope it becomes a wild shootout that actually does go down the end. It's not a 10-point game. Just to see these two great quarterbacks who really, you know, this has got to be their swan song. So I, I assume, I, I know everybody's eligible forever now, yeah. but this is <laughs> it for Knicks and Penix, right? I think so, and I think for Knicks, the Heisman's on the line for but sure. But I think Penix, I, I keep seeing, I saw the odds that Knicks and Jay Daniels are high up. Penix beats Bo Nix on Friday. Why not Penix? His, Penix? his numbers are huge as well. I bet he probably gets invited. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, quickly, Tom's in Youngstown, Ohio, wants to get on this birthday party conversation. Tom, I understand you used to run a convention center. Yeah, I ran a convention center in the Cleveland Indians single-A team. Uh, and I had exact times where the, the show's over. Yep. And the first couple years, I was strict as heck. And guess what? My uh, schedule got a little shorter. So that was my way of saying, uh-oh, I let the people mill around and whatever. Uh-huh. You had such to an idiot. crack the whip on people, and we're getting I, that. Yeah, I started that. That lost me uh, shows. So that's what that'll get you. The ah, there you go. Well, Tom, we're up against the top of the hour. Thank you. Yeah, kick people out. They're not going to want to come back and put their birthday party there anymore. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Dion next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.